0: Hello, and welcome to episode number 330 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and joining me, as always, is my brother, Mike. Hello. How's it going?
1: pretty good pretty good happy new
0: year happy new year to you and to all the listeners we are back to kick things off in 2023 um yeah last episode was a joyous one we got to look back at the many delights that 2022 gave us in the horror genre it was a great year overall for sure Um, and a great top 10 with, with a lot of firsts in that top 10 as well that i'm sure will be referenced for many months and years to come so definitely check that out if you haven't already um but no, it's a clean slate now. It's all gone. That's, that's all in the past. We need to start afresh um, yeah. and start watching some new films. Um, the sheet is blank. Yes, which is what we're here to do. Of course, um, we have a certain new movie to talk about, Deadstream, which we'll get to, um, as well as a little bit of news. Um, but we'd also like to tease your uh, patented, annual, official, definitive uh, upcoming horror movie list. Um,
1: it is all of those things.
0: Yes, and it's always hilarious. I enjoy it because um, I don't know anything about it. So, uh yeah, very exciting. You enjoy
1: it. Because it's the one time a year that I do prep for the podcast.
0: I know it's crazy. I'm always oh, shocked when you do little. it. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> I always look forward to the message where you're like, "Have you done it this year?" I'm like, "I've done it this year." You're like, "Seriously?"
0: <laughs> I know. No, I talk still don't believe it until to you. It it's usually until you're about halfway through it and i'm like oh he's not actually blagging he did actually do it fair play um be
1: honest. yeah you i might get more than halfway through and you think he's just blagging <laughs> <this.
0: laughs> nice that's what i like to hear um look, look, but yeah, as far as, <laughs> as far that's as as far as right there <laughs> i believe you i believe you um but yeah as far as news goes um there was a few little things over the week over the sort of holiday period but i've tried to sort of condense it and basically i just want to talk about scream because it's a big deal of course um and it has been for the show consistently but yeah there was a lot of stuff that kind of dropped over the past few weeks i've kind of put it all together there's basically three parts to this story um kick of course we already knew the date of of march and and i'm sure you'll get to that later Mm -hmm. um but we we have a few things here we have a we have an official title
1: sorry sorry,
0: (laughs) yeah add that to your list (laughs) um you well yeah you might want to know the official title of this movie of course um things have gotten a bit wild and wacky recently seen as uh the latest installment something like that yeah obviously the joy of five cream last year Mm -hmm. um we so i uh, yeah i i don't like this so but we'll, we'll get into it the, the official title of the six scream movie of course we had scream one scream two scream three scream four and scream uh, commonly known as scream 2022 of course we now have scream vi Same. thoughts <laughs> it doesn't really bother me. I was gonna say, do you do you care at all or do you want me to just go off on one?
1: <laughs> I, I loved the anger that you had for it. And I was sat here and I was thinking <laughs> oh, I think this movie's called Scream V One? I'm like, why is he so tricky?
0: <laughs> I'll tell you why. Um well it's multiple things. No, First of no. all, I'm fine with it because <laughs> because I think Ultimately, it's for the logo, and the logo's fine. That's um, exactly
1: what I thought. I was like, well, it's screen 6, but it looks better as, you know, the logo. <laughs> yeah,
0: it fits into the M nicely. Of course, they have completely stolen this from uh, Resident Evil's gorgeous logo treatments. Most notably, Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil Village did the same thing to perfection. They've obviously just stolen that. That's fine. Um, but mm. it, it just I don't like when things go to Roman numerals this late in the game. that That's the thing that annoys me. It's like... It wasn't Scream IV, you know, and and V was the last one. Like, it just, I don't know, to me that does irk me when it's like the sixth one and now you start adding Roman numerals. I think this does come from the video game wild because this was a trend about five or six years ago um basically post gta 5 when every game suddenly was like oh it's cool to have you know roman numerals in the title um roman and a bunch are of cool, though. they are cool but you yeah, should do them from the start like gta did they're, they're
1: not no roman numerals are only cool once you get beyond
0: four See, I I do I see the why people do it, but I do respect when people you know do it early, um, and commit to it. But yeah, it's not a big deal. It's it's not. A, I mean, it's, it is better than Scream as a title. <laughs> oh, they yeah, could have just, again, have just called it Scream again, and would have just called it Scream twenty twenty three. Um, That's a
1: problem because it's called Scream five, but because they embedded the five in the S, everyone just called it Scream, and then it just yeah, became but the,
0: Scream. But the thing is that the official title of the movie is Scream. Like it's I not. Know yeah, know like we obviously you, you know call it five cream and it makes more sense that way but like it is just called scream and the original movie is just called scream you know it's the same way there's free movies just called halloween um so yeah it's not that big of a deal i like the tra- i like the other logo um obviously we got a teaser trailer i was expecting a full trailer um mm. and obviously we haven't had anything new since now yeah Yeah, so it's you know this is out in a couple of months um i even double checked today just to be like oh was it just that short one on the train because i remember seeing that a few weeks back um and i wanted to refresh my memory but yeah any any strong thoughts on the uh teaser trailer
1: I'm gonna be honest. When you were talking about Scream, and you said there was loads of news come out, I thought, "Oh shit, have I missed an actual full trailer?" <laughs> nice. I was starting to panic, and I was like, "I might have to just sit here and like watch it on mute and try to get some impressions." it.
0: now, this is Scream. <laughs> we we pick over the the, t- the tiny details with this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: no, I I mean, yeah, it it was a fun little thing. It it's weird though. It it didn't feel very Screamish to mm. me because. Um it felt like reasonably early on and it's multiple like main characters and in, in a very public area and obviously like the set in as well, like all of it it it, it didn't it, yeah, it didn't feel a lot like Scream to me, I'm gotta be honest. Um, yeah. You know, I, I didn't I didn't come away from it like angry or anything like that, but it just yeah, everything about about it just felt a little bit like okay, well we'll see, we'll see what the the the, the actual trailer is, and then it's never dropped.
0: Yeah, it is weird. Like, so <coughs> I, I'm torn because I do quite like the teaser. I think it gets across. Everything they've been saying since they announced this movie, which is that it's very different. um You know, they've been mm. talking up the, the move of location to New York and all that stuff. I hope this isn't in the film. Is kind of my biggest takeaway. Uh, I hope yeah, this is something really that they just know. filmed because that's what it feels like. It feels weird that you have all of the characters ba- basically from the last movie returning in this one scene, and then you have like a, a shocking moment to end it with Ghostface. So yeah, I hope that this is just filmed for a cool trailer. I think that'd be awesome if this just wasn't in the movie, because, yeah, now I'm trying to think about it in the context of the movie. It does seem a bit bizarre. Um, but as just a, wow, this scream needs to look and sound very different to the last movie, I think it gets that across. Um, I see this
1: easily being a troll in the movie where it's hmm. just a Halloween party and someone kind of gets a little bit too aggressive, although it looked fairly aggressive in the trailer yeah
0: well i mean i'm i'm expecting so many trollish moments in this movie um and that kind of brings us on to the last part of this which i think is easily the, the biggest talking point and something that i definitely want to pat myself on the back for because i i mentioned this i believe it was in our um i think it was the way the the ranking wes craven um episode recently mm-hmm. where we just randomly were talking about the screen mask weren't we and talking about, about how i was like oh i reckon they'll change it soon and you rightfully pointed out that it hasn't really changed at all in the films and i was like to me that is the one thing that i think in pre-production for pretty much every sequel i imagine they've always said like right how are we going to change it and they've yeah. just never really had the balls or come up with a cool <laughs> enough design to change it um but that's the first thing that they're kind of showing front and center on all the iconography and imagery for this is a new take it is a cracked slash weathered mask um obviously extremely reminiscent of the 2018 halloween look um which i think personally is great in that movie and kind of perfectly establishes the return of that character in you know in that lore of what they were setting up like it's you see that image and you go, oh, it's the same one returning four years later. Like that just makes sense. Um, With this, it's weird because we don't know about the context at all. Um, The, the, the co-creators or co-directors, sorry, have, um, there's a small quote here where they say it will all make sense in the context. You see it in the movie. Uh, That was another one of the really interesting risks and creative approaches in this film. It's meta in a different way. And the mask very much factors into that. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then they added, it is not an arbitrary choice. Uh, um so very interesting because i did i just I had a feeling this was going to happen and it has happened i still don't think this is legit i'm 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 sure that the regular mask will be the main mask for most of the film yeah I mean, um
1: yeah the fact that um you know the, the 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 actual teaser is very much the og mask still
0: yeah but i guess as far as this mask do do you obviously you've only just kind of now you know experienced this but do you have any thoughts or theories on what you might what this might be because of course if you're showing something that is old that is has heavy implications that something from the past is returning um yeah and there isn't much to return we (laughs) we obviously had a lot of the the billy stuff in the previous movie and yeah there's a massive elephant in the room regarding a certain character i mean does this all there's but confirm
1: deep, yeah
0: <laughs> of course same same as billy loomis um and and same as uh old uh kirby who's also in this movie who died so yeah i, I don't think people dying i mean there's all there's hope for um dewey at this point but i mean yeah does does that mean that to you or does that mean something else does, it, does this just mean that Stu is 100 in this film in some capacity
1: i mean it's weird because I, it's become like this thing since, like you know,
0: leaked scripts of, sort of previous Scream movies had him yeah. in it, and yeah, you know, he's been but, in every sequel at some point, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, and it's just like it's weird because you know you look you look back at his death, and you know of of pretty much any Scream like villain death, he is the one that's the easiest to retcon. Mm. Like it's a very light death when you think multiple other ones get shot, like frequently in the face (laughs) you know but but likewise i don't know it it starts to go down that sore territory where i you know the further i am away from like scream uh five i'm just going to call it scream five um you know i don't think the killers worked in their characters and and what you know, just just like them on screen and the way they looked, but their actual like, you know, rationale and reasoning behind it being like these crazy fans that want to now like, I I really like the leaning into stab and being like, you know, we love those movies and they got so shit because they got away from facts, uh, things that are based off true life, and we want to. Uh, give them something so they can make another Stab movie based off true events and, and like all of that stuff. I really loved that because, you know, as we've talked at Nauseam on this podcast about, I think one of the best things about Scream when we got into the sequels was the introduction of Stab. And throughout this entire franchise, you know, even Scream 3, that obviously has its problems, like, the Stab stuff is still really fun. Um, especially when you think of, like, Cotton in the opening scene and all of that stuff. And, like, you know, characters dying in the order of the plot and all of that. So like, I would very much like it to be more stab orientated with, with the killers and the interweaving of the story and not bringing back characters that have been dead for, for five movies. Um, but yeah, the the mask I find interesting, you know, that everything they've said because obviously the, as you said, the weathered mask obviously throwback to Halloween, but also yeah, it has to go back to the original, um, Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's not much ground to go on. Like there's there's not much, there's not much more you can milk out of that tea from the original other than just bring it, bring and stew back as far as I can see. But you know, we'll, we'll see. And, and you know, I think that might be part of where they looked at the last movie. And and I wonder if it was a common criticism that the movie to me was, was on par with almost all of the screen movies and, and it, you know, the killer reveal, let it down. If that, imagine if that movie had an incredible killer reveal. Mm. We would we would be saying like, man, this is, you know, up there with the rest of the Scream franchise. And the fact that we're still saying it's a good Scream movie, you know, says it all really. So I really hope they focus on the killers in this one and making that, you know, exciting because because that is the one area of the last movie that, that fell short for me.
0: You're absolutely right, because for me, that is why Scream Four is the best Scream sequel, is because it has the best killers in it since the original, um, as well as the overall movie as well. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this movie. It's it's so close as well, which is why we need to get wow. our sort of thoughts and speculations in early this year. Um, <laughs> I. I just think it's going to be mental in a good way and it's either going to blow up catastrophically and we're not going to want these people to do anything to do with a Scream movie again or it's going to be something really special and and so much better, I think, than last year's movie because I think it does play it safe in a good way and they themselves have openly talked about that, that they're like, we don't want to just make another movie like that again. You know, they showed that they could carefully um respect the past and I think that now they have to take a risk they can't just do yeah. the same thing again they're clearly showing that with all of these choices with certain cast members returning other cast members already confirmed to not be returning you know whether or not we b- believe that right now is an, is a different story that just that thought that crossed my head um it is funny though just we may as well say that now is like the nev campbell thing happened and then it kind of went really quiet and yeah. i don't know to me it seems very obvious that they could have just went "Ah, we will just pay you what you want and keep it quiet and yeah. that'll make everyone happy when the movie comes out um so yeah well, that's, well, the, that's thing the thing, is, thing to think know, about
1: yeah i mean what we what we know about scream pre-production in previous movies is that wes loved the bullshit you know mm. multiple scripts no one knew who the fuck the killer was i mean it would be Pure scream like history. If Nev Campbell's just straight up in this fucking movie, like yeah, I really
0: um, if she was, um. and Courtney Cox wasn't, and it was like the opposite of what they have announced. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but and, and I've said before, like I hope this. There's so much room to do crazy shit. Like I still that's can't believe. I just, want, had... I just I want just... an
1: ounce of the bullshit that we're talking about. That that's what I want. I just want them to yeah. really fuck with it because that's what but scream that is it- at its core.
0: That is the thing is that it will disappoint me if it doesn't have some of these things because they themselves have talked it up in this way as well. So Mm -hmm. I do expect some of the things like I keep mentioning the fact that you can kill off the killer in the opening scene. You know, that's Mm -hmm. something that has been teased for a long time that they still haven't committed to of just a girl's being attacked. She kills the killer. She unmasks them. That's the end of the killer. And then we have a different storyline. Or, you know, if we're going to do the multiple killer thing every single time, have the reveal of one of the killers be at the end of the first act. Or in the middle yeah. part of the film, to them well, exactly
1: have have hold at some up. point the killer get killed in the movie. I I would very much like the killer to get killed midway through the movie mm. because I think the, the opening scene becomes obvious. Like you yeah, know, suddenly you know that there'll be more, but suddenly halfway through the movie, obviously you know that there's going to be more of a reveal, but suddenly yeah, halfway through the movie and we have no killer. It would be it would be fascinating to see what that that then transpires. So yeah, I you know I want them to fuck with it in in. Yeah any one of these ways would be great all of them would be the dream
0: (laughs) i was gonna say imagine they do both the first one is just a crazy copycat there doesn't need to be any sort of storyline to it it's just a shock moment then you have two embedded killers one of which gets revealed and killed early and then you're trying to work out what their connection and who that other person is Mm -hmm. like that to me just writes itself um Mm -hmm. and i can't believe that hasn't been done at this point um because yeah if it is just a similar ish thing of like we introduce like all of our returning characters now all have new partners and one of those partners (laughs) is the new killer (laughs) yeah like screw that shit like that we can't do that (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but yeah i love i love speculating about scream it is just so goddamn fun um it's my, it's
1: my new favorite thing because we can no longer uh you know do this with the saw franchise because it's just not fun anymore so like, you <laughs> yeah. know, we, but, but we still have scream and my god it we're gonna we're gonna go for it and yeah i can't wait to dissect every second of of the build-up and it's almost like I, I don't want this movie to come out like i'm so excited for it but i just love the build-up and the fucking
0: speculation it's great I know we really have to hit the fast forward button on it because I feel like if this was in October, we'd have a long ass time to talk about it. But it is hurtling towards us. Um, But yeah, exciting times. Um, The last little bit in the sort of news that isn't screen related, just a teaser basically for next week, um, which is that as of uh, when this podcast goes live, there will be the first trailer for Evil Dead Rise. Um, Mm, Crazy. Which is, yeah, another big franchise extremely close to our hearts that is returning this year. Um, so, yeah, we will, of course, be uh, reacting to that and giving our thoughts on the first footage of this movie. R- right now, I'm worried about this film. I'm just going to throw out there everything they've been saying about setting, who's involved, who's in it. I'm very much worried. Um, and I hope that I'm proven wrong. Um, but, Did yeah, we shall teaser? see. No, I've just been waiting for the for the full trailer tomorrow. Yeah. Um yeah but yeah we will talk about that next week um yeah shall we talk about this week's film
1: oh yeah we better
0: yes let's talk about deadstream so yeah this is uh one that has featured in the show before in conversation of course this was pretty much put on our radar firstly at fright fest last year um very much one that we kind of you you read the the one sentence synopsis and i'm like yeah that sounds like our type of film um and one that we would like to check out we obviously couldn't see it at fright fest due to scheduling conflicts and then but then we pretty much knew it was coming to shudder straight away um it's been available since october but obviously we pretty much had a nice uh end of the year yeah. There yeah, was like you know, we had movies like Terrifier Two and Pearl and all these big heavy hitters just sitting on the backlog, as well as seeing big cinema horrors as well, like Violent Night and Bones and All and, and all good stuff like that. So um yeah, we almost saw this as a sort of last movie of the year, but I'm, I'm glad we uh decided to get a little bit of craven in there instead. Um but it's always nice that you get these movies to come back to at the start of the new year that we actually are excited to check out. Um and, of course, this one has been on Shutter for a while, so people have probably already seen it, which means we can be a bit more loosey-goosey with uh, spoilers and all that good stuff. Um, but, yeah, what is Deadstream about?
1: Oh, Deadstream.
0: Well, it's,
1: I didn't realize that it was kind of uh, written and directed by, is it husband and wife team?
0: Yeah, so it's directed, um, written, produced and edited uh by wife and husband, uh Vanessa and Joseph Winter. Um and yeah. Joseph Joseph is also the lead actor and soundtrack composer. So madness, pretty madness. pretty insane and pretty similar to kind of what we saw with Hellbender last year, also on Shudder.
1: Yeah, real madness. And also like the fact that yeah, similar to Hellbender, but but more so that the yeah, Joseph is is pretty much just on screen a hundred percent of the time of this movie <clears throat> there there you know there are a few parts of the movie where he's not um and yeah so yeah basically uh yeah joseph winter plays sean ruddy who is this kind of disgraced internet personality who is kind of basically a youtuber and, and a live streamer that has um uh done things in the past that's caused him to get kind of a fall from fame and disgraced. And he's trying desperately to regain his followers and his whole stick. I can't think what his like channel or, or thing were, you know, show was called, but it was basically like he was trying to like face his fears and do the extreme things that he'd never want to do. Right. Um, and the ultimate thing that he is most scared of is uh, ghosts and he's going to win back his uh,
0: audience by
1: staying one night alone in a haunted house.
0: It's um, funny because the other things he does are way more terrifying <laughs> than just staying in a house on yeah, your own.
1: He's like I'm going to I'm going to bungee jump with no rope and then he's like I'm just going to stay in this house. Like. <laughs> yeah, he's like
0: he's like tied up in a canoe and goes down like a waterfall and he's also yeah. like eggs and police and runs away from them in America. I'm like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like
1: that it. sort That's of stuff a is just one
0: oh yeah by far like it's so funny that the, the, these moments at the start are glossed over and then he's like yeah. i'm just gonna chill in this giant mansion on my own i'm like jesus yeah. christ
1: oh that big the house isn't that big <laughs> <laughs> like because that was one of the things that i noticed that like in this movie i was like oh american like house this is gonna be like this obnoxiously big mansion with a million rooms but it's really not like it's it's you know not that much dissimilar to to you know more of a british house really where that is not, true
0: especially because of you know? what the history of the house <clears throat> is it, it does <clears throat> imply that it is like almost like an asylum and yeah it's nowhere yeah. near that size
1: no you know it's kind of got you've got kind of two big rooms downstairs pretty much maybe three and then you've got kind of you know three bedrooms and a bathroom upstairs and and basically like the the kind of the movie starts with this little montage of his dumb videos that you kind of mentioned and then kind of we cut to his live stream and him kind of introducing himself to the audience and then get into the house and kind of a sabotaging himself so he can't get away by (laughs) destroying his car and (laughs) locking himself into the house and then throwing away the key and um And then kind of setting up these cameras one by one in the house, which I foolishly like going into this movie, didn't really know what to expect and really took it fucking seriously for the the first like 15 minutes (laughs) where I'm like, oh shit, man, like they've given a reason for him to be in the house, like stock the way they're setting up all these cameras, every one of them, the angle, I was just staring at the background the whole time. I'm like, oh man, they're paranormal activity in me. Like when, when like a curtain moves, I'm going to be freaked out. Like I was really like, mm. I reckon this is going to be like a slow burn. We're going to see like little stuff. And then suddenly the movie starts to unfold and it gets much more elaborate and in your face than I ever imagined it would be. Um, Which we'll come on to. But but yeah, basically, as he's setting up these cameras, he's kind of telling this history of a house, of this kind of uh, th- this girl whose dad built her this house, and how she kind of ended up hanging herself there, and then kind of everyone that's ever been in this house since has kind of met a tragic end, and kind of you know, like I say, the first fifteen minutes, the the kind of the the silliness of him destroying the car and kind of uh locking himself in other than that like i was really taking this seriously and i thought the like i, I thought the, the the lead character i think like the more we kind of have these what are they called uh, life real life what the, hell are they, what the hell is this subgenre called oh we-
0: yeah uh, screen life
1: screen life yeah these screen life movies the more we have them the more i realized that this it doesn't feel that vast what you can do it really you know it really does seem like there's only a finite amount of stories that you can tell like this Mm. but i do still find it entertaining and i find it entertaining if the lead can carry the movie you know we we had it um with spree you know where obviously he did a great job and and carried the movie and i thought with this i thought man like i you know Sean as a character is this obnoxious like just so stereotypical just this dumb youtuber that's just like really hateable but also really lovable and and I think I think he nailed it because throughout the whole movie I was never like pissed off with him I always kind of like you know I just wanted to get him in a little headlock and be like oh, Sean like <laughs> you know just just like you know he never yeah he never like piss me off like we had that one last year didn't we with the um
0: yeah dash cam
1: dash cam yeah and and she was just annoying as hell like and you just couldn't deal with her and yeah i just found i found sean you know likable in this annoying way which is ex- exactly what he needed to be in at work um and then yeah when the movie starts to kind of go crazy um yeah i wasn't expecting it um i mean i i I guess I'm kind of going into my thoughts now. Do you want to do you want to go into
0: your thoughts, or do you want me to carry on? No, you carry on. <clears throat>
1: yeah, and I, I mean, I ended up kind of thinking to myself. There was one point. Oh, well, I just want to say there was one point in the movie where I was like, "Holy shit! If this was a Blair Witch movie right now, like it would mm-hmm. blow my mind." Like this, this new subgenre of horror is perfect for a Blair Witch reimagining. You know, the fan footage is what, fat like, Blair Witch was, you know, kind of created upon. And if it transitioned to this, and, and especially the way that Sean was bringing in, like, oh, yeah, this room, like, there's a clip from 10 years ago. I'm going to show you now. And I was like, holy shit. someone I'm standing imagine...
0: in a corner as well. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I was like, imagine if that was a clip from the original Blair Witch just popped up. And then suddenly mm. you're like, oh, shit, we're in the Blair Witch house. I was like, man. I want that movie so badly.
0: I think (laughs) it would work incredibly these days.
1: Mm. Um,
0: It is weird, isn't it, when you think about that recent Blair Witch, which we liked, but it was... They basically went we're going to try and tell the most traditional style Blair Witch. And then we go, Ooh. okay, but we need new technology. So their way of using it was just, yeah, it was like, we have drone shots now and we now have smartphones, like camera phones rather than a you know yeah. big camcorder. And that was basically it. Whereas, yeah, yeah, they didn't go into the live stream aspect at all.
1: Yeah. It would have been great. And I just, as I was watching this, there, there was a point where I was like, man, this how? there was a, there was one point where I was like, oh shit. Imagine if he ends up like somehow at the Blair Witch house, like <laughs> when we were seeing these clips and then, then then suddenly the movie kind of transitions and becomes a- almost Evil Dead like where yeah. it's where it's very tongue in cheek, but not like I've I'm talking the original Evil Dead movie. I'm not talking kind of, you know, uh, you know, um, Ash versus e- Evil Dead or, or um, you know, kind of the, the the TV show. But that first movie I, and even the second movie is is funny, overtly funny. That first movie I never found funny. I found unsettling and you know zany, but never funny, and not not in a negative way. Um, and with this this movie, it, I did find it funny, but more often than not, I was just kind of sniggering, and I, in in a good way, where I was like, "Oh, I'm enjoying the silliness," but I'm also just enjoying the the overall package of it. Um, and you have to kind of take a leap of faith with some of these things because they really go there with it. To a point that I I was not expecting. Like I said early on, I, when they when he was setting those cameras, I thought to myself, okay, we're going to have a curtain twitch and you know a little thing move and and it's going to be these, one of these slow burns that we've seen quite a few times. But it, I think it's going to be effective, and then suddenly it just goes batshit crazy. And the last like half an hour of this movie is just so zany and so over the top and very unexpected for me, and kind of just hit me in a good point where. Like I said, un- unlike Evil Dead, it-, it did make me laugh. And and I did find some of it funny. But more often than not, I was just smiling along with the zaniness and just enjoying the ride. And and I ended up having a real good time with it. I think, um, you know, the the fact that, uh, yeah, the second they kind of went there, I just kind of leaned into it as well and kind of just-, just accepted it. And because, you know, there's a couple of bits with the the ghosts in particular where, you know, you're kind of like this is this is kind of very you know they they hide nothing basically you know that they they, they kind of talk about physicality and oh the ghost can't hurt you it's like nah this is just straight up like slapsticky I'm gonna punch you in the face you punch me in the face at points and and when he started renaming all these cameras and stuff as well I was like oh man they they've overused this gag and then they do it three more times yeah <laughs> I'm when he was in the car. And he took the time to name the one in the car. That was yeah. when I was like, oh, you've done your joke. Fair play.
0: And then they yeah, did the one just... after that was so good. Yeah. One of the ones after that was the one that got me the most.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. And, and yeah, I had a really good time. Like it, it's, it was silly and, and bloody and, and scary at times. And, and, and yeah, ended up delivering on all of it really. And I, and I thought it was, yeah it delivered exactly what it set out to do and and i found it entertaining
0: yeah i completely agree i think to start off with with one of the main things you were talking about which was the the character of sean um Mm -hmm. i think they nailed it it's a conversation that has sort of been something that we've had a lot in the last sort of 12 months really about when you design a character purposely to have flaws and typically you know unlikable uh traits um and we talk about something like bodies 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 that did it well um and in a movie like hellraiser that did it incredibly poorly um and sort of everything in between but i think those two are, are two great recent examples um and Dashcam that you brought up where you have someone who is just so unlikable and, and annoying that it really gets in the way of the film i think with this one They towed the line perfectly with Sean, because first and foremost, you want them to they need to have a level of charisma Um, Mm. and and he gets that across instantly. And so even if he might do things or say things that you don't agree with, he is just overall entertaining and (laughs) likable. Yeah, like so he would be a fun person to watch in these in these videos, like no doubt about it. In the same way that Joe Kerry did in Spree, Mm. where it was like, oh, yeah, he may or may not do questionable things, but he is just fun fun and interesting and another thing that again it's a small thing that they get so well is that he is supposed to have done something recently, which has kind of mm. blacklisted him and, and lost his sponsors. And this is him regaining it. I love that for the longest time, they don't really talk about it. You know, they, the, the fact that they leave that up to your interpretation and your imagination, I think is genius because there are certain things that they could, could have said that he'd say or done that would kind of immediately put you on the back foot and immediately be like, oh, okay. I'm now being introduced to this character. And the first thing you're telling me about him is this, what he is, this is what he's done. Or this is what mm. he said and that would really kind of turn you off from them but the fact that they don't could mean a whole plethora of things with the internet these days you really don't know if someone has actually done something that they deserve to be wronged or if it is something that is completely you know minuscule and ridiculous like the james gunn situation so like you you i love the fact that they leave that open to interpretation and i think that The more we see of sean the more it becomes clear that he is actually just very entertaining um and even if he made a a mistake he is certainly good at his job in terms of being an entertainer in front of a camera um So that is just such a huge win for the movie is, okay, it's a one man show that character needs to be fantastic. I think the character is fantastic. So it's like, okay, so what are the, the trimmings around the movie? And And I love the fact that it is this kind of singular thing. Like so many of these films rely on, um, having dual characters or more characters, and I think that is something that is actually real to um, actual live streamers. So many of them are on their own, and so I love the fact that he had this kind of multi-camera setup. You know, he talks about he wants to give you the most cinematic experience in live streaming experience, and he really does. Like as someone who watches a lot of live streams, like his are unbelievable. The multi-camera setup, the fact that he has this thing on his wrist so he can just quickly switch between like front-facing cam and sort of self. Multi cam is genius um because it really makes you feel like you're watching a more traditional multi-camera film rather than a fan footage film um let alone, like you say, the placement of the cameras is just classic paranormal activity. Um, and like I say, it feels like, you know, he's haphazardly put them there in terms of the character and the reason for why those cameras are there. But the way they actually shot is not haphazard at all. Like it is purposeful how well these cameras are placed in this house for the moments of shock and and uh, horror as well as comedy um so i think all that stuff works yeah i think the first 20 minutes of establishing who he is of getting in the house of of throwing the spark plugs out of the car and locking himself in was like it was funny it was also creating good tension and it was creating great setup for later on for when you know things are going to go poorly because you're watching a horror film you know that he's kind of screwed himself so badly um so then the movie kind of introduces that the new element which is like the crazed fan showing up um and that was when i started to get a bit worried because i didn't like her on screen as much um and i I was missing sean's interaction with the with the chat and with just himself and and the camera um and i didn't like that as much i was like oh this is kind of awkward but then luckily the movie didn't you know last long in that it it hit me with a big mm-hmm. twist that i did not see coming um genuinely was surprised by this twist like 100 percent um and was like oh god damn this is awesome and, and super interesting and that was kind of a moment shortly after that was when the movie re- like genuinely made me jump which I, mm-hmm. I have to give this movie massive credit for because i think this biggest positive is how funny it was which we'll get to but like it's so rare that any movie makes me jump, let alone a movie that made me laugh this much. I don't think a movie's probably ever done that in terms of the two things in the same film. Um, so I really have to give them massive credit for that. Like I loved the setup of it with this multi-camera, you know, and him looking at his iPad to see something that we can't see is just such a good thing to do in these types of films for sure. Um, and it's very video gamey as well, kind of having this monitor in front of your face and moving it up and down to see where you're going. It's just so cool. um, so, yeah and and it kind of it just keeps developing from there I think the the good thing it did was it didn't stay in one place for too long um seeing the runtime was oh, yeah I was worried because I was like this type of film typically needs to cut off at the 70 75 minute mark I think and so seeing that this was eighty five I was like oh I am a bit worried but to me it never oh. it never dragged I think you know, this is, this is like a very yeah. light spoiler and again this has been out for you know a good three or four months but like he gets out of the house quite early on in the film yeah. and I remember thinking like there's at least 25 you know almost 30 minutes left at this point and he's outside of the house and that was where I was like there is no I was like this is where it's going to drag 100% and it just didn't it continued to be funny it continued to be tense it continued to, to sort of throw twists and take diff- where I didn't know where he was going or how he was going to kind of solve this Um um, and yeah it just kept developing and it's just an overall really fun film like i i had a feeling we'd like it because we're into this type of stuff yeah. um but this was really good like genuinely a fantastic film um i think it is the perfect film for shudder um and oh, it yeah. is kind of continuing that trend of, of like the vhs movies and stuff because yeah I, I can't it is weird that we could have seen this at fright first um yeah like i can't imagine seeing this film the way we got to see those films at on fright that Fest. on
1: that screen would have been obnoxious like you have to sit there
0: on a tablet watching this really yeah this is absolutely a movie you need to watch at home um and yeah if you've already got Shudder, it's perfect like you say with those vhs movies they're really starting to feel that that niche now, I think, of just these very specific horror movies that work so well on their platform that you can watch at any point. And yeah, I, the Evil Dead thing is spot on because this genuinely felt like if you wanted to make a modern day Evil Dead with the the new kind of hip way of making horror films, that screen life style, this is great. Like this is this is like almost of that level like it doesn't fully go into like the the kind of full-on deadites like talking shit to ash and those sort of one-liners but it's pretty fucking oh, wow. close yeah it's close <laughs> enough that i wanted this to be without it feeling like it was you know it we didn't get him like chopping his own hand off and calling his camera boomstick you know and like it wasn't th- this to me didn't feel purposefully like it was trying to ape every single moment in evil dead but it was clearly inspired by it and and it but it wanted to create a new fresh its own thing you know on that so, yeah, I, I think this was great. This was such a great new film to kick off the year with, even though it obviously came out late last year. Like, I'm I'm so glad that this was... It's just so nice to start with a great, fun film. I think that's just the overall thing about this film, is it's really fun. Um, we talk about that a lot, that this, that we're going to see a lot of... We'll see slow burns this year. We'll see think pieces. We'll see, you know, very serious art house movies. This is just fun, and it's something yeah. that Shudder... Is what I, I want Shudder to be associated with fun in horror. And it's why you can see Psycho Gore Man on this on the platform and you can see the VHS movies. This is another one. Deadstream is just fun. Um and you can have a good time with it for sure. I also love the title, by the way, considering I was talking yeah. shit about Scream's title earlier. Deadstream is such a good title for a horror movie that I can't believe no one's called their film it yet. Um so yeah, I I think they absolutely um, nailed so many parts about this movie uh, for me. Um but yeah, I mean, is it, I don't know really know if there is anything else to say. It was just a great time, wasn't it? I guess. Uh, do, do you want to recommend it, it? Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> there there there's so many parts of the movie that you can kind of touch upon, but I think we've done a decent job of obviously going into quite a bit of it. The movie's been out a while, mm. but you know, not going into crazy spoilers. Um, but I really, I really do think the pacing of this movie's great. You know it it doesn't it doesn't mess around, and for a you know single location single character movie Mm. essentially like it it really doesn't like bore you at all and i think that's the testament of the pacing of the script and kind of you know this performance with with sean as the lead where he you know really does just just make you enjoy it you know it it was the best you know i think it was the best kind of representation of a youtuber that i've seen Mm. where they're like they're so annoying but so entertaining that you just can't click off and that's what he was where it was like even when the movie was at its like slower parts he was keeping you going and kind of giving you these tidbits of the story and playing the fucking music which was just (laughs) ridiculous um and and i loved how they threw those things back you know in some of the final parts of the movie and he puts the music back on Mm. i'm like bro why are you putting the music back on (laughs) but but the thing is again like it never felt like slapsticky because i was like a youtuber would put the bloody music back on Mm. like it doesn't matter the scenario (laughs) they would put it back on for the for the views like 100% and I'm and so yeah I just kind of found it believable as well in a weird over-the-top way um but yeah in terms of recommendation yeah I would 100% recommend this I think um as I said you know we we talk a lot about kind of oh it'd be great to see it on that crazy screen in Leicester Square or you have to see this movie in the cinema I mean zero disrespect to this movie in the I think it I think this is a great home experience and even more so uh, uh, you know watch it on an I, iPad or a, or a, or a laptop because you really feel like you're watching a live stream at that point um and and yeah it it, it yeah so I think it will be good on all medium at at home um way more than the big screen and and yeah it was a great start to the year you know I think it's always nice after the break to come back to something that is a, really good, and B, a nice palate cleanser. And, and this was both of them. So, yeah, I'm really glad that we held out on this one.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I, I completely recommend this. And this is just another great addition to Shudder and another reason to have the service overall. And I think, yeah, if you've, if you have Shudder, you probably have already seen it. And if for some reason you haven't, it is a no brainer to watch it because um, mm-hmm. it is just another one of their great original films. But yeah, it's, there is another little thing I remember that I really liked was how, um, you see so many different interpretations of what a screen life movie could be, and a lot of them get lost in trying too hard to be authentic. And I liked the fact that this movie wanted to just be more entertaining than anything else. And mm. one of the biggest kind of realizations of that is the chat. Um, and the yeah, points, the, the
1: chat was important. <laughs> yeah, because it's not
0: on the screen all the time, and we've seen that in different movies where it can be a bit overwhelming and stuff. Where you know, dashcam had it on the screen all the time, and we, you know, there was different comments that we both picked up because you don't want to spend the whole goddamn film reading the chat. So Mm. like this film for it to only purposefully show the chat but then specifically put a top comment as well which is typically what he's written and reacting to is great. Um, And it was just a small moment of like nope now you're allowed to put your eyes down for the bottom of the screen for these 30 seconds oh here's a funny joke that he didn't react to here's the comment that he's reacting to that's getting him to the next location and is actually you know furthering the story and then we move on from there. So yeah they didn't care about why does the chat only appear when, when we want it to, it didn't matter. It was just entertaining. And so that is, that to me is a massive win for this film as well. Yeah. Um, it was. and definitely as well, like obviously this is a small team, this duo, which is, which is incredible. I think it's definitely one of the better films we've seen that is from such a small team for sure. Um, but I can't like Joseph winter is such a good actor. Like genuinely, he, he like, he's so yeah. fantastic in, in ways that, yeah, I, I think he might just be a YouTuber. Um, because i'm so <laughs> in belief that this is who he is that i really now i want to see him in anything else and i kind of want to look up and see if they've done other indie films or smaller short films or anything because i want to see him in anything where he isn't a disgraced youtuber because i just fully believe no, that's I, what he is I, i'm just
1: i want to subscribe to his youtube channel That's what I want. same
0: do. for sure i want to see the full version of those short clips at the start of the movie um but, yeah, a great time. Absolutely fantastic. Like, a few people recommended, this, re- recommended us this film and said, like, you know, based upon the stuff that we like, we're going to like this. And they were absolutely right um, because, yeah, this is yeah. totally our type of film for sure. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, that was our discussion of Deadstream. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we will be right back. So, yeah, that is our nice discussion over. But we have uh, another topic on the agenda, don't we?
1: Oh, we do. Yes, oh, we do. We have,
0: of course, your Sometime exciting a year. upcoming horror film list, which which is, I'm sure, going to feature all of the heavy hitters of the next 12 months. Um, and it's <laughs> going to be very de- decisive and definitive. So uh, take it away.
1: Yeah, I mean, this, this is definitively the next 12 months of our podcast, <laughs> basically, uh, summed up right here. Um, no, i I got to be honest, this year I found, it, I found it difficult to find things that I think, like, we've covered the news quite a bit. And also there are just, like, these quite big horrors that are coming out next year. And they kind of just dominate anywhere where you search. And then you're just finding these weird things. And so a lot of the weird stuff is stuff that's coming out quite soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, obviously our first trip to the cinema is what about a week away now for us. Yeah. Um, where we will be seeing Megan, um, uh was it 13th of january yeah, friday the 13th yeah
0: i was going to mention that because we yeah it's the 13th for us but i think it is the week before in the states it the 6th. Is, so um, it is. either way it's fine though as long as it's only a, it's only a week so we'll have yeah. to talk about something else next week but we will be seeing it very soon yeah it's pretty much the mm. official sort of kicking off of like brand new horror um Definitely. and i'm really excited for it it looks so stupid and fun yeah it's
1: stupid fun and terrifying mm. like it, it's it's gonna be good i think and um yeah, I, a lot of these dates will be American dates mm. because that was one that I caught. The rest of them I couldn't be bothered to catch. And also, when I'm talking about movies that we hadn't even heard of before, I really couldn't get precious with the dates. Yeah, well, the fact that like, um... I
0: struggle to find them a week before they come out, let alone now, <laughs> like it's crazy. Yeah.
1: Um. So the next one has a date of the seventeenth of January. It's a movie called Snow Falls. Mm um you heard of this no. one a
0: <laughs> good start <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> nice <laughs> so
1: this one has a trailer that i ended up watching and ended up enjoying okay. and was like oh i'm quite i'm quite into this basically it's like these rich friends uh staying in this isolated cabin um in this kind of very posh ca- isolated cabin and a winter storm sets in and completely um leaves them stranded where they have no technology no light no heat, no means to get away they're completely snowed in and with the kind of lack of food and coldness they all slowly start to go a little bit insane and it looked you know it, it started to get towards is it is there supernatural stuff is is it are they just hallucinating what's going on it had a little bit of kind of cabin feverish kind of vibes to it and and look looked quite fun they they did a lot of kind of you know fun you know the trailer had a lot of fun little scenes that looked like could be good moments and and so this one looked like it could be a decent one and and obviously i think it's an on-demand release in in the states for the 17th of january i was wondering about so that. One that yeah so it's one that we can probably pick up pretty quickly which would be nice hopefully
0: mm. oh, yeah it sounds interesting
1: um yeah. Um the next one is probably one you've never heard of either. Um it's called Fear. That'll be a fun one to try to look <laughs> up.
0: And yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. As well, I know there's six uh, video games called Fear, so that helps as well.
1: You know, it's great. that there, there are three movies as well, not including this one. <laughs> um <laughs> 27th of January, this one. This this is really funny because this one I found first. It was one of the earliest ones that I put on my list. And after finding Snowfalls. And I watched the trailer for both these movies. I almost knocked this one off, but I decided to still keep it on there because it's quite similar. Um, okay. But the trailer just didn't look that good. If I'm being honest, it looked like a very low budget, just not that great uh, movie. But but perhaps it could be where basically this is a um, a group of people. Um, <clears throat> having a getaway having a celebration for new year's eve i think it is and kind of when um it turns into a nightmare when this kind of contagious airborne threat kind of comes comes into the um frame and and it's all about the characters kind of trying to survive with that and it kind of looked it looked like it could be fun but i just kind of of the two they're they're two very similar sounding ish movies this kind of stranded you know people getting away and snowfalls did look more entertaining out the two yeah but yeah both both fun kind of on demand movies that are going to be coming out in the next month which i thought was interesting um next up is a very big release for us it is not only a Brandon Cronenberg movie, but Mm. it also stars winners of our best (laughs) performances, both male and female. (laughs) When have we ever had that in a in the podcast? Like that's got to be a first, right?
0: Yeah, well, certainly not. Yeah, we've had winners, I think, from the same film. I was going to say,
1: unless they're in the film when they won the categories, yeah. never them then pairing up after. I
0: think even in that um, case, I th- I think that happened for a quiet place, but that's the only time. So yeah, yeah, the fact that they both came off completely separate projects last year that we loved, and now they're yeah. returning with, let's say, a guy who's only made one movie in Possessor, which is incredible and i'm definitely going to be re-watching possession in the next couple of weeks oh I need um, to, yeah yeah i i didn't this was in the news in terms of the date kind of dropped over the last few weeks but i had a feeling you yeah. have it but um god i'm so excited yeah
1: so we're talking about infinity pool i don't know whether either of us has said that but yeah brandon cronenberg's infinity pool and it drops january
0: 27th
1: mm. Ugh, um and yeah i can't wait i watched the trailer again just to refresh myself a little bit mm. and it's just like it's madness and i love it Um, and I love it more after watching the trailer a second time, because when I first watched it, I was like, okay, this is really weird and everything else. But as, as I kind of, uh, after I watched in like the first 10 seconds, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember now what this trailer is and, and just kind of dissected it a bit more. I really like it. I think it I think it's got a lot to get, uh, especially these two actors knowing what performances they can give and knowing what they could sink their teeth into with this. Like I'm, I'm very excited for this one. So yeah, infinity pool, very high on the list. Um, I guess we don't know what sort of release we get in, do we?
0: No, not yet, no. But I, I was happy that it at least got dated for the states <laughs> nicer because yeah. it-, it basically, hopefully, guarantees we'll see it this year. Um, yeah. So who knows okay. if this will be a digital or a- I really want to see this on the big screen. Obviously, well, we yeah. didn't get to see Possessor on the big screen, so I really hope we get to see Infinity Pool.
1: No, definitely. Um, but next is a cinema visit for us on February third. We will be seeing the next M night movie, mm. um, Knock at the Cabin, which again we've spoken about a lot. But after his previous films and and the trailer for this one, like I'm very excited. I think I think it looks you know very good, and I'm really I can't wait to to unpack what the hell's going on.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited. He, you know, since his resurgence and since us doing the podcast, his movies have every single time featured on our top 10 um that's incredible um and so yeah it's sometimes i like them more you know i still think split is kind of the best of those movies but yeah i love glass i really like old i think this will be better than a couple of those um it just yeah it has such a good premise um really it just looks like a really tightly made film um yeah. so yeah I'm, i just can't wait for it
1: it's one of them where someone, someone like him, it's all about momentum. Mm. And you can just tell that he's really feeling it right now and just bring a, banging out his best stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how, I don't know if I've ever spoken about this one, but I've seen it. Like I've seen this poster for a while and I've chose to ignore <laughs> it. And I ended up after seeing it on so many things when I was doing my research. I'm like, oh fuck it, I'm gonna watch the trailer. And then I was like, oh, this looks like stupid and
0: really fun, <laughs> which is winnie the pooh blood and honey is this not out yet i could have sworn this came out last year uh
1: i not no not yet and and there's also a hilarious one on my list that still has an unknown date and it was on my list last year with an unknown date and i kept it in just for the banter Mm. but this one is one where like we've not spoken about it but it's it's hilarious this movie and like the fact that it is actually like trying to go into the Winnie the Pooh canon (laughs) where it basically stars Christopher Robin who, who years after leaving Winnie the Pooh and his friends has come back to them with his fiance to reintroduce them. And they've all gone feral and pissed off at him for leaving him. So they go on a murderous rampage. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking hilarious like that's
0: brilliant i also like i don't know how the, he... the backstory behind this about how basically the original novel winnie the pooh entered public domain in the u.s which is why this movie yeah. was made possible basically that yeah you can just you can make yeah. movies about these characters in this title and you don't have to buy any sort of rights hence why this movie so, exists
1: it's so brilliant so like i kind of just love everything about it and then when i kind of watched the trailer i'm like oh this is just like a slasher movie (laughs) because like winnie the pooh and i think it's piglet are basically because it's just a weird bear mask and a weird pig mask (laughs) like a big two big dudes in those masks just go just just on his murderous rampage yeah and they're leaning over the top and i'm like i'm sold I'm sold. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm actually, sold. I,
0: I don't know how sold I am, um, you're told. You're told. but yeah, if, if you want to see this, then I guess we're gonna watch it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners, but I, yeah, you're you know, taking the blame for this one, you you, you dangle that low hanging fruit in front of me <laughs> too long. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. Um, speaking of movies we shouldn't watch, next on the list is uh, probably a cinema visit for us uh, oh, on the 24th of February to see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that blows my mind with this movie is it seems like we're getting it first. Oh, great. Lucky. Us. So we get to see this one early. Mm. Um, I, I don't want to talk about this movie anymore, but I had to I had to put it on the list just for a bit of banter. Uh, my God, what a weird movie that is. Yeah, I don't even know, um, I don't know how
0: to feel about this movie mm-hmm. where I'm like, is this even remotely a horror movie? I, I just don't even know or care anymore. It does look funny. I
1: mean... The problem is, after seeing Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, I, I I've got to pick one of the two uh, of the bears, and I want to see Winnie the Pooh more than I do cocaine bear at this point.
0: I don't care um, about either. <laughs> <laughs> i mean the list has already gone downhill really uh, has. we need some we need some spice yeah. soon
1: i mean i mean how about how about 31st of march watching scream six
0: yeah go for it it's not called that by the way We'll take that but it's real
1: no scream sorry sorry scree v1 <laughs> as as the is the correct title mm. um but yeah obviously we've spoken about that a little bit already on mm. the show so we'll move on um this one like i don't remember us talking about it in name but obviously we must have talked about nick cage's next project right
0: oh yeah this is what yeah. i'm thinking this is featured yeah. in the news so, times
1: <laughs> yeah but obviously i didn't know whether we ever spoke about the name because the name didn't ring a bell and it wasn't until i started reading about it but basically
0: this is Renfield, the movie's called Renfield, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which is the comedy a horror
1: yeah i just couldn't remember whether we had a name <laughs> for it because the name didn't ring a bell and then i started i was like oh it's that one mm. okay um, yeah, we're basically. Yeah, Renfield is Dracula's henchman, and Dracula is played by Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. And Renfield decides to kind of leave Dracula's employment because he falls for a traffic cop. I <laughs> mean. Um, I'm yeah. I mean, I'm as sold on this as I am Winnie the Pooh. I'm not going to lie.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm um, more excited for this. This is um, this also was in the news that I cut because it got rated R over the. Uh, the yeah, movie. yeah,
1: yeah. So um, Crazy. this is
0: done. Um, is rated R. Um, I'm assuming we're going to get a trailer extremely soon. And uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm surprised I didn't have a trailer to
0: watch. Obviously, um, uh, Nick Cage is just on an amazing roll right now. So uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to this movie. Can't wait.
1: And him as like a, a vampire is just great. Mm. And like and I really do think that like this is the return of like Dracula and Vampires in, in cinema. Like we've we've had these movies that have come out and I think I think we're gonna get a load of them
0: soon. Mm, yeah, it does feel um, on the, the, the cusp of one of those types of things taken over for a little yeah, while.
1: And I'm kinda I'm kinda ready for it, like as um, I said before. It's so funny you um, say that
0: just as a very quick aside because I've been so close to rewatching True Blood as someone who is trying to not watch as much tv i've been so close um but also i did watch i did watch watch who sorry did you never finish no i never finished it yeah that's the thing so it's like the early ones will just be rewatching it that i loved Mm -hmm. and then i'll get to finally see the ending so i will do it but i am trying to not watch as much tv um i did watch blade over the holiday for the first time in at least 15 or 20 years and absolutely loved it um so i do want to check out the uh, other sequels at some point as well so i'm very much in like a vampire kick as well so yeah i can't wait for this definitely
1: Um, Yeah, April 21st, we have uh, Evil Dead Rise, Mm. where obviously we've already spoken about your concerns for it. I I get that. Like, it's a very... Because what is it? It's basically like...
0: It's in a tower block.
1: Yeah, like two estranged sisters end up in this tower block after being reunited after a long time, Mm. and the Necronomicon's there.
0: Yeah. Something like that. And it's like...
1: Yeah, I, mean, I need to see
0: footage of it, because the, everything they've said, the, the guy who's making it, I've not seen his previous film because it didn't interest yeah. me. There's no one in the cast that's interested. So it's just like, I'm so not interested in anything yet. Um, And I think that the last movie was such a breath of fresh air that I just can't see how you can reinvent yourself again in a different way. Um, yeah. but we the shall problem say. is,
1: it just feels like the more we're beyond that, the the last Evil Dead movie, the more people seem to like rag on it really um I, I feel that way it just it just seems like that's what the conversation is right now that oh this movie is going to be zany and funny because the other movie wasn't mm. and i'm like no but the other movie was a fucking 10 out of 10
0: yeah but it also um, and it was not moments but yeah i would love yeah. uh, in the future for us maybe when we finish the craven thing to try and do like a top five or top 10 horror remakes because that is easily one of the best ones it might be number one um it's yeah. incredible yeah
1: um, next is going to be a fun little cinema trip if we end up doing it. Seventh uh, of July. How would you like to see the fifth Insidious movie? Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Insidious: what? Fear the uh, Dark. Is this really? Is look, this real?
1: Look, look. You know who's directing it?
0: Yeah, is it Lee Wonel?
1: No, way better than that. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Is it James Wan?
1: No, don't be silly. It's uh, Patrick Wilson. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God. I did know this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we Uh, spoke about it.
0: Um,
1: It's funny because obviously he's directing. It's set 10 years after the original and it does follow uh, the I think it's Ty Simpkins is the actor who basically was the kid in the first movie. Right. Okay, And and he he is now like going off to college and is still being haunted. Mm. And that's the story of this like i'm somewhat interested as someone that like i like the first movie and very much dropped off a cliff after that mm. like i, I want to at least see the trailer and stuff and like patrick wilson directing is is something
0: yeah that's um, that, that definitely gets me intrigued because i i think yeah. i saw the first one and um, didn't really like it and then we covered one for the podcast which i think was the, yeah. was it the fourth one
1: yeah called like the lost keys yeah so was that
0: was that the last one currently and then this yeah. will be the fifth yeah one. yeah so yeah. who knows i mean yeah. i i hate that it's july because like probably my most anticipated <laughs> movie of the year is in july which is the new mission impossible um but yeah,
1: yeah. i was i was in, shit in my pants thinking i've not got anything to <laughs> to
0: <laughs> yeah believe <laughs> it or not I'm it's not. not a horror movie but um my God, I can't wait for that. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed that this is going to ruin my vibe somewhat, but yeah, we shall see. Hopefully it'll be a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Speaking of ruining vibes. Mm. Um,
1: we go. I know this is going to be someone's number one movie of the year, <laughs> but it's not going to be mine or your number one. And that's movie the good of the thing year.
0: about horror is that it will always be yeah. someone's.
1: But how about 4th of August? Uh, I hope it gets delayed by a few weeks. I really do. So that we get
0: to see this at Fright Fest, uh, <laughs> meg two the (laughs) train oh my god well yeah the good thing is if it gets delayed three weeks we just will never see it so because we'll be busy
1: (laughs) (laughs) but i had to put that in there but for a certain pool just you know it's it's gonna be a movie of the year for someone Mm. um this was this next one was actually one where i was like oh i haven't i don't think i've heard of this and i it does sound like it could be cool um which is this movie is called the last
0: voyage of the demeter Heard of this at all um it vaguely rings a bell 11, because before... of how wordy it is but i don't know mm. so
1: it is based off a single chapter of the captain's log in bram stoker's dracula right where it's basically this russian ship which was charted to carry cargo from wherever to london mm. and the movie will detail the strange events now obviously we had the uh was it a bbc drama the, the dracula one yeah. recently where that was heavily set on a oh yeah voyage. that was really good and that stuff as well i really yeah and i really enjoyed that stuff and i'm like oh shit like this ocean ocean voyage the, the, they're being stalked each night by a terrifying presence on the ship they finally arrive at whitby harbor um you know no trace of the crew and it's like okay mm. That that sounds cool. Like, yeah, I'm I'm quite into this. I I didn't really do any more digging than that. It's got an August date. Um, I don't. I think I had a quick look at the cast. I didn't think I saw anything ma- like any anyone kind of major. I uh, um, I recognize the
0: director straight away.
1: Oh, I didn't see the director.
0: Yeah. So the the director is Andre Ovredal, oh, who was the director of uh, the Autopsy of Jane Doe oh shit yeah so um yeah i mean no. this this sounds great to me i i did just skim mm. over it and the the rumored cast at a certain point unfortunately sounds better than the actual cast um well, did it involve multiple scars cards? no but it did involve vigo mortensen um oh, no. yeah but uh, either way um no this sounds great i i don't think i did know about this but yeah this is uh definitely a perfect kind of um plot for a film um and, and i'm definitely in line with this whole like yeah let's just make this the year of the return of vampires and, and dracula in general
1: definitely definitely um yeah uh next unfortunately is another disappointing one that <laughs> i'm hoping we won't be, why is there so which, many <laughs> um, i know 8th of september is the nun 2 <laughs> oh
0: christ um, how many of these films is there this year
1: that's the worrying (sighs) thing i'm like oh man we're gonna get stuck with one of these Um, when is that 8th of september it's gonna be right after fright fest i was gonna gonna say that's the that's the
0: good thing i feel like we might be able to get away with this because they're both both of these you just spoke about are close enough to fright fest that we might be able to dodge both these bullets yeah i feel like this is the one we dodge hopefully way easier um but
1: yeah i mean it's got um what's her name farmiga vera farmiga's sister Mm. um Place or is in is again yeah that's it um she she's back in it etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. but everything i read about it was just like oh yeah this just sounds like more nun trash mm-hmm. um unfortunately the disappointment really doesn't end for the rest of the year in terms of big
0: horror movies <laughs> oh it's going to be such that a sh- good year and right i'm so
1: excited it is a shame because we next like the the big the two big halloween kind of i know what
0: one of them releases. is <laughs>
1: well the other one's as equally disappointing which is the exorcist oh uh, <laughs> reboot. this is
0: going to be 30. this is going to be the year isn't it that finally does us in i think
1: it, it might be i mean how would you like to see david gordon green directing another movie that ignores everything other than the original because only the original movies are worthwhile because that's already what he said about the exorcist Well, the good thing is um, i
0: hate everything about the exorcist equally um Oh God, I'm so frustrated. I, I just I didn't want to see this. I don't want to be this negative, but like I, I genuinely don't care about The Exorcist at all. And then of course I don't want to see anything with this guy's name attached to it. So, oh.
1: but the thing is, it ha- I had to include. It. Yeah, for I, sure. Like, movies like this and The Nun and stuff—they are going to be big releases this year. Mm. It's just a shame that like we dodged so many of them last year that so many of them apparently are now here. Yeah. Well, it's interesting um,
0: because I do think it's going to be, obviously we're not finished yet, but it just, it makes this place wide open for the underdogs, you know, and the indie yeah, films yeah. And, and like, what will be the freshers of this year that are going to take us by storm? Because yeah, if the big, you know, last year we had a lot of directors slash franchises that we love returning. Yeah. And clearly that's not the case for 2023. So it is interesting.
1: Well, I think, I think that's it. Like, I mean, yeah, I'll come back to it when we cap this list off. But um, yeah, ne- next up is unfortunately uh, Saw X, as I'd like to call it, mm. because we like these Roman numerals <laughs> um, and we have no problems with them. Although the Saw franchise... They has always did. Problems. They always so did. It's so
0: it's great. Yeah. Hence why yeah. it's a better not, franchise. Well, not, always, not always. Not always, but most of the time. <laughs> not always. It's not be this, this, you know, talk about shitty movie titles. <laughs> we, we've,
1: we've gone down that rabbit hole. But, yeah. yeah everything i've read about this and seen about this i'm not i'm I'm really just like oh christ here we
0: go i was but Um, now that you've talked about some of the movies coming out this year i'm like oh this is way more interesting yeah this was i'm
1: excited i'm excited to get hyped about it again obviously we know tobin bell's back
0: and that's all we know pretty much one other thing which was in the news um in the last few weeks which i didn't include which is that Shawnee smith is apparently returning as well
1: oh christ yeah i mean i don't even know
0: what the fuck to think about that because yeah we can't get into that right now but like for where that character died and stuff i'm like i just don't know how that's possible like i can't i can't actually
1: the more i'm i'm excited (laughs) i can't wait for us to get trailers and shit
0: well you know it's it's great it's great content for the show regardless
1: yeah exactly like it's it's gonna like our pain is at least great content oh yeah i'm
0: losing my mind one way or another this year over many different things
1: it's gonna be great um yeah unfortunately now i've just got a couple of undated things uh the the kind of i i think will hit this
0: year please tell me that violent night 2 is in her <laughs> it's not it's not um
1: and and there are a lot of kind of bullshitty movies you know there are there's a new final destination mm. movie there's a new friday the 13th I'm yeah. like, okay we, we you know it is this movie in any sort of production i don't think so mm. um betty alvarez but, is making um, an alien movie yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um so yeah but um there, there was also a, a beckham woods movie that i think it's called 65 yes which i'm I don't surprised know i thought you was that. gonna have that yeah. yeah i i took it off because it really doesn't look like a horror movie in the slightest but we will we will definitely be excited to watch it i was gonna it. say that's coming out um, in march
0: and we're definitely doing a show on it
1: <laughs> yeah there's a very good chance we will but it's it's it's, it's it's an Adam, yeah, Adam Driver. It looks in like 100 a sci-fi movie, but oh, it looks sick. like a really, a really fun sci-fi movie where he's basically. uh
0: I saw the trailer was there, but I haven't seen it yet. I kind of, I'm just going yeah, hold on it because it's so close. I
1: didn't, I didn't watch the trailer. I only saw like a little bit of a synopsis, and it just, yeah, it looks, it looked really class. Mm. But yeah, just unsure about the horror side of it. It
0: was the um, um the British one as well, which unless you've got it undated, I'm I'm sure we'll be seeing in January. Um, which is yeah, welcome. W-
1: yeah, well, Unwelcome is I don't know when the hell that movie's coming out.
0: Well it's on our because it's it was, on our Odeon app for like the end yeah, of it, Jan.
1: <laughs> it's been on our Odeon app for most of <laughs> yeah, last I know, year. Bro.
0: True. Um,
1: and we have started it, seeing the trailer was, in the cinema. We have, we have. And obviously I did have it on my list last year. Yeah. Um and so fingers crossed it it, it, it does finally get seen. Um and yeah, that that is the movie that's on the list two years in a row. Mm um but yeah next is uh salem's lot right which we've spoken about which is obviously the the stephen king um story it's uh was a tv show wasn't it the adaptation in the past Mm. um and um gary uh doberman the writer of um annabelle and it is going to be in the director's chair for this one right and it kind <clears> of <throat> follows the same story as the book. Kind of this writer that goes to a small town and it's overrun by vampires is basically the story. Mm. I'm like, cool. <laughs> Another vampire movie next year. Yeah. I'm like, or well, this year. I'm like, sweet.
0: Um, it's 100 percent a trend. It, it's so funny uh, how this does happen like this, where mm. everyone kind of has the same idea at the same time. But it is funny to look at this now in context. And yeah, like it's 100. Yeah, we, we look. Things.
1: Yeah, we we look at we look at this list, and other than like.
0: You know all of the all of the you know um
1: non and insidious movies and sequels it's like okay yeah there's just a few vampire movies that mm. scattered <laughs> in there, basically. um yeah and the the other one is um the strangers yeah reboot mm-hmm. that that does seem um like it's pr- pretty much getting there now
0: yeah um, it's a new trilogy of films
1: yeah, it's going to cap off a new trilogy. It seems like this one is a young couple that's um, staying in an Airbnb, mm. which is like the one thing that's more of a modern twist to it. And and obviously, we know my thoughts on Airbnbs after recent movies that we've discussed for the podcast <laughs> and how the, the thought of them terrify me. So then one of the scariest movies in the last, what is it now? Was it 2008? Was it or Something like that? Yeah. Um, you know, so the last like 15 years, that movie I still think is terrifying. I'm like, oh, okay, home invasions terrifying and I find the thought of staying in being Airbnb pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, combine those two. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm going to be excited for Strangers until I see footage and then probably be disappointed, but I I I fucking love that original and I think it's you know, I, I would like to see more movies like the original Strangers.
0: Yeah, I am I really want to see what this is, because we talked about it in the news at the time how confusing mm. it was. That, yeah, like they've shot all three films at the same time last yeah, year. Mad. Um, so this is kind of a them looking at Fear Street and see what they did. And, yeah, it's supposed to. Yeah, it's the start of a new trilogy. It's a quasi remake, but it's kind of like the first film. Like, it's very... Weird. This whole thing is very bizarre. Mm. um Also, yeah. just as I just mentioned off the top of my head, also another news story in recent weeks was that they have announced like a new Fair Street movie as well. Um, yeah,
1: the, but that again. Yeah, it's probably not I coming saw, this year. I yet. saw that and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it, cause it's, but it's just one movie as well. It right is, again, yeah. Right it's now. just
0: one movie, yeah. Right now, which is strange. Mm. Well, not strange. It's, it's the normal thing, but it's not yeah. the normal
1: thing for Fair Street. Yeah. It's cool though. Um,
0: I'm happy they're continuing it.
1: Mm. And this is another one that was on my list last year, which was called Dark Harvest.
0: Right, I do remember remember the title. I can't remember much else. Is it a vampire movie?
1: (laughs) No, it's a legendary monster called October Boy. (laughs) Right who terrorises this town um, when he rises from the cornfields every Halloween with his butcher knife.
0: I remember you talking about this one now. And I, I was, I was convinced is... you'd made it up last year, and I'm still convinced it's the case.
1: I'm I, I still convinced I am, to be honest
0: <laughs> with you, because it's meant to be based off a novel,
1: and all it is is this weird cartoony artwork that I can see as an image for the movie, and that's it. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm fucking telling you, we're watching it this year.
0: <laughs> because this, this director, David Slade, has made legit good stuff as well
1: yeah it's it's a thing it's a thing
0: yeah he directed hard candy 30 days of night black mirror bandersnatch like he's done good films
1: <laughs> i think, I think this, this seems to be like some sort of covid hell movie yeah from from the looks of it um it it kind of it, it it wrapped you know the production finished like pre-covid or right around the time of covid and mm. just seemed like it got stuck like in the cutting room and on the slate of releasing of movies i can't remember now if this is lionsgate Mm. um but but it feels like it's just with like it's been stuck in post forever and yeah i just find it hilarious that like as i was the the funny thing is as well like i this this movie only popped up on my list when i was like really digging yeah (laughs) because i saw so many lists that were just scream evil dead none Two, you know saw and i was like shit i need to find some content man (laughs) and i started digging like these more obscure lists or just every horror movie and then this popped up and i was like i remember this one
0: yeah it's like like someone else remembered that this was a thing
1: yeah i feel like someone else put it on that article just because they listened to our <laughs> show last year yeah like uh, they were just keeping the dream alive yeah, well that's but how, that's, that's how
0: fake part news part. starts is that someone reports yeah. it and then you're now referencing <laughs> the thing that's referencing you and it's just a perfect circle <laughs> exactly. and there's, there's and never now, a source you know, become,
1: <laughs> and, and now suddenly a director's been attacked that, that made other movies <laughs> yeah. so i'm like sorry david you're gonna have to go make uh a dark harvest this
0: was apparently um mgm who got acquired by amazon uh, which is why okay. this is kind yeah. of in hell <laughs> yeah so yeah it makes a lot of sense it's great yeah so
1: yeah i mean
0: i mean that's the list bro that's ex- that's exhausting um yeah i mean i'll be honest it's well, not the most okay. um exciting list um no, obviously there's a lot of stuff I'm, on there which bro, is
1: bro, I, I don't make the movies i'm, aware of I that. Only on them.
0: I'm glad I you i'm on. glad that you're starting to feel how i feel <laughs> for the last Mate. seven years
1: <laughs> starting to <laughs>
0: because <laughs> yeah okay, right, no you one don't
1: let me come back no, no one
0: knows that feeling better than i do um
1: oh, oh me yeah me.
0: <laughs> um but yeah i mean of course these are never a reflection of the year hence why we do this for fun um mm. but obviously yeah you you know the heavy hitters and i mean yeah listen a scream movie could be great an evil dead movie could great could be great a saw movie could yeah. be great a movie. yeah and like obviously and and m night <laughs> and stuff obviously we're not excited for the nun and insidious and shit like that and and the exorcist is a whole other thing but there will be stuff for sure there will be mm. like of course i mean even just looking at our top 10 last year there will be movies like fresh like barbarian um you know we didn't know this time last year that we were getting two Ty west movies for christ's sake um yeah. so there there will always be surprises hence why the, the genre is so exciting um so, yeah, I, I can't wait. It's just to get in now. Like, of course, there's um, TV. There's,
1: there's a very as well. big dry spell around Frightfest as well, where I'm excited for because I want that area to be barren.
0: Oh, I hope so. But your wishful yeah. thinking, because that has been. Always the one time of the year where our cinema is round with horrors is that bank holiday weekend in August.
1: He like, was <laughs> like, "Come on, just bring the nun forward a little bit. Come on, nun, like <laughs> do it. Bank holiday weekend, I fucking dare you."
0: Yeah, like. That's my dream. And, then, oh, and the, then then imagine the expect- nun insidious and the exorcist all open bank holiday weekend, August. Yeah, but just but act like but none like, of them but, exist. But,
1: realist- but realistically, the nun, if that got pushed forward, all little indies would stay away from it mm. as well. So like the movies we want to see around then would stay away from a movie like the nun. Yeah. So that could just cannibalize that weekend and we just won't watch it. That's my dream for the for the next year.
0: Well, a couple of those are pretty close to it. So there is a good chance that at least one of those will fall into it, which would be nice. Um
1: Yeah, I mean my worries is the Voyage of the Demeter because that has a yeah. of August. That 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 is one of the few of this list that is a new movie for mm. this list
0: that did that sound quite exciting. Yeah, that sounds great. Um like I say, I hope we I hope we get a trailer for that one. um mm. But yeah, it'll it'll always be fascinating. It'll always work out right in the end because there's just so much to talk about. And yeah, we obviously don't mention TV here, but there's of course going to be yeah, so many big shows. We are mere weeks away now from easily my most anticipated thing of the year right now, which is The Last of Us. I cannot wait. I spent over fifty hours over the the holiday break playing both The Last of Us Part One and Part Two, so I am ready for this TV show. Um, and yeah. Yeah, we will be talking about that'll be like the weekend we see megan as well so we'll have that's basically like next week is also a nice little free here and then that's where the real shit starts on film and tv um yeah, as far as next week goes there's a few things kicking around i kind of want to see that movie the menu um because obviously that was that is on it's just come out on yeah it's, it's well on now. digital now we were very close to seeing it last year and kind of is it isn't it a horror film but we had enough people that liked it and we also both want to see the film um where i'm like oh fuck it it's early enough in the year let's just see it and if it ends up not being a horror movie then so be it um so yeah we'll probably see the menu next week because that seems like a nice safe bet of something that was, pretty much, it was the that and Deadstream really were like the two movies that we wanted to mm. see last year that we didn't get around to. Um yeah. So yeah. All that good stuff to to come very soon. But yeah, that was our first film of 2023, the first discussion of a new film and it couldn't have gone really any better really that we both really liked mm. Deadstream. So uh, long may it continue. Um but that was episode 330. Thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon.
1: See you later everyone. I never could, how could I start that?